Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners are warned the following may contain names and voices of deceased persons. We found a um, bowerbird nest and in that bowerbird nest uh, were some knuckles, of human knuckles. Come back, come back, we're telling them, you know, you're probably going to get killed. Come back. They didn't come back. Flood time is when people disappear. His body was already finished in the, in the bag, body bag. Hi everyone, it's Richard Baker here. It's been a few months since we released episode 6 of Wrong Skin. There's been plenty happening since then. The cold case detectives from Perth have been up to the Kimberley several times since August to take more statements from people about the suspicious 1994 death of young Indigenous woman, Julie Buck, and the suspicious disappearance of her boyfriend, Aboriginal man, Richard Milgan. Julie and Richard's family and friends believe the young couple might have been the victims of a traditional punishment that went too far because of their wrong skin relationship. Remember, Julie was the promised wife to a man nearly three times her age, and her relationship with Richard was banned under traditional kinship laws. Anyway, I want to tell you about some potentially important developments in the case. A major one concerns the Toyota troop carrier four-wheel drive, that was seen in the remote Aboriginal community of Luma, packed full with men around the time the young couple were last seen. Here's senior Luma man, Joe Killer, talking about that vehicle. You know what been happening? I don't know what. They must have found them in some rigging in Wall Creek or in Derby. I mean, I brought them back in the car that a green, uh, brown Toyota. And, uh, I said, hey, how come the Toyota got the same um, number plate but different colour? Can they do that? Uh, just thinking to myself. Because um, I had a photo of that Toyota when it was brown and then come back and find it blue. And I said, what the hell? That's Lisa Skinner, Julie Buck's best friend, recalling how the Toyota changed colour from brown to blue. It was registered to Anthony Watson, the current chairman of the Kimberley Land Council and the son of one of the organisation's founders, former chairman John Watson. Julie Buck's brother, Graham Bodie, told us how the Toyota rocked up to his place after his sister and Richard had disappeared. He says it was full of men, including John Watson. Yeah. One of the cars was a big Toyota troop carrier. Yeah, that's the one that they pulled up at my place with. Yeah. When you said a troop carrier, no, that's the same car they pulled up at my house. You know what I mean? I, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. West Australian police have confirmed they recently seized a vehicle in connection to the Milgan and Buck cold case. I can reveal that vehicle is the Toyota troop carrier that belonged to Anthony Watson. It's been taken away for forensic analysis. I've also confirmed the four-wheel drive was taken to a derby garage around 1994 by Anthony Watson 
and $500 cash was paid for it to be cleaned, detailed inside and out, and painted blue. I've been told by two people who saw the Toyota when it was brought in that the rear compartment was covered in blood. But given the popularity of hunting in the Kimberley, those paid to clean and paint it didn't think to ask whether it was human or animal blood. And 500 cash was a lot of money back then. Again, it's important to restate, just because people have told police about their memory of the Toyota troop carrier being in some way connected to the young couple's fate, it doesn't mean Anthony Watson or his father, John Watson, were involved. If indeed the Toyota was used to transport Richard and Julie around, it's possible others could have borrowed it or stolen it. The other major development since our last episode is that John and Anthony Watson were recently taken into Derby Police Station by cold case detectives and questioned under criminal caution. The two were released without charge. The police investigation is ongoing. There's a few other things happening that I can't tell you about right now. But it's safe to say this podcast has got the region talking about a long dormant cold case that hardly anyone knew about. And getting people to open up and share what they know is one of the best ways to solve a cold case. I'll be back to update you with further developments as they happen. And I hope to be in the Kimberley to do some more reporting in 2019. But for now, here's Richard Milgan's brother, Wayne Milgan with his plea for anyone with knowledge about what happened to his brother and Julie all those years ago to contact police. The last few months have been hard on everyone connected to Richard and Julie. The person Wayne is concerned for most is his brother's mum, Annie, who he loves dearly and also calls mum, even though she didn't give birth to him. Richard was her only child. She's married to John Watson. Here's Wayne. Like if whoever knows about it, any information or last seen or what had happened, like just come forward, see the police, just to like just to make us, you know, just get, um, continue, get on with our life like normal, yeah. and for mum, you know, just just to. I know she like in her pain and she wants justice. Yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review Wrong Skin on iTunes. And if you know more about this story, email Richard Baker, rbaker at fairfaxmedia.com.au. Wrong Skin is investigated and presented by Richard Baker and produced by Rachel Dexter and Tim Young. The executive producer is Greg Muller, Tom McKendrick is head of video and audio, and Dr Siobhan McHugh is consulting producer.